0: This is a mockery. This is a sham.
1: They simply enjoy sniffing each other's butts. They,
2: they, they, they suck.
1: It's the Cooper and
3: Anthony Show.
2: I got a little situation for you that I'd love to know your thoughts on.
1: Oh, no. Does it have to do <laughs> with your mom, your boyfriend, or an animal?
2: No. no, none of those things. It's actually not a situation that I got myself into. It's something that went viral today on TikTok. And there's a lot of angles to this, and I was kind of curious what yours would be. Like, people have, like, sort of three perspectives, and I was wondering what your perspective would be. Okay. Okay, so picture this. You're on an airplane, and you're just sitting there, mind your own business, and it's a long flight, so people are, like, napping out and doing their thing. And you know how you can see the person in front of you through the crack of the two seats? You can kind of see what they're up to. Mm. So a woman is watching the guy in front of her on his phone and he's watching porn. (laughs) And he's watching porn while his girlfriend sitting right next to him is asleep. So she posts on TikTok like, oh, my God, guys are pigs. This is disgusting. Can you believe that this guy is sitting here looking at porn while his girlfriend is asleep right next to him? Like, here's literally what she wrote exactly. I'll read it to you um, because I'm paraphrasing. Can't trust no guy. Swear this man was watching girls literally nude while his girlfriend is asleep.
1: I had that one time when I was sitting next to somebody who was watching Game of Thrones and fell asleep. (laughs) And when I looked down, it looked like porn. So is she... 100% 100% positive this wasn't just a TV show or was it straight up porn?
2: <laughs> no, no. She shows us the video on TikTok. It's definitely porn. I mean, it's it's like girl and girl action. It's, yeah, there's, there's nude girls. It's definitely porn. There's no question. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that?
1: <sighs> you know, I saw a post a couple of weeks ago where a lady was looking through, the seats like that and she saw the person texting back and forth with somebody and they and she said i can't believe we actually got on the plane we both just tested positive (gasps) so which one is worse (laughs) the lady that's just tested positive for covid or the guy watching porn
2: no i I mean definitely people have tested positive because that's how come we can't get rid of Omicron or whatever variant comes next. Like, this is why we can't get rid of it because people test positive and then they go out and do stuff. I mean, look at Sarah Palin tested positive and then went right out to a restaurant and sat there without a mask on, enjoying her dinner here in New York City. So yeah, I mean, there's a reason why we can't get over COVID. So I think obviously that's worse because with COVID, you could potentially be infecting an entire plane of people. Whereas watching porn next to your girlfriend really is only her business. And it's not
1: hurting you. There's nothing that guy's doing that's affecting your life is hurting you in any way, shape or form. You just happen to stick your nose through the seats to see what he's doing. Right. You don't have to look.
2: Yeah, exactly. So the three perspectives that people were giving today is exactly what you just said. Like, that's not your business. It's none of your business. Mm-hmm. Just keep your nose and you keep, your, keep your eyes on your own paper. Like whether he's watching porn or whether he's watching Disney, it's none of your business what goes on on his phone. And also what goes on in their relationship is also none of your business. So if he's watching porn because the girlfriend is sleeping and that's his opportunity to watch it, that's his business. Mm-hmm. And if it's a problem for his girlfriend, that's her business but here's the thing i was looking at it and i was thinking well if he's just watching porn sitting there next to her clearly it's he's not uncomfortable about it and it's not a big deal because if she wakes up she'd be like oh you're watching porn again like it's the kind if he was really ashamed or hiding the fact that he watches porn and let me just say a man watching porn Uh what a shock um you know if he was really trying to hide it he wouldn't be watching it right next to her, unless that's part of the excitement that he's looking at porn while she's sleeping and that is kind of like his jolt that he needed, you know, and later he'll think about that. Um, I I just think people are, you know, this is 2022. Like, really? People are going to be so prudish about porn? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I, I have news for people. Not just men, women look at porn, Porn is a multi billion dollar industry and it's not because nobody's watching right. it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the fake outrage is just such bullshit. I just I hate that. I hate when when women are like, look at this, this guy is awful. He's watching porn.
1: Like he's not forcing you to watch it. He's not tying you up and saying, Look at this. Look. Right. Pay attention. He's not doing that. I wonder what the airline's stance is on people watching porn on the plane. A, I didn't know you could get Wi-Fi without pain through the nose. Or he downloaded some and he's watching it that way. But if you downloaded it, I wonder what their stance is with people watching porn on the airplane.
2: You know, it's funny because I would think that they don't have a stance. But then I remembered that there was a girl that was on an airplane recently and she just happened to have big boobs and she was wearing a regular T-shirt. I mean, they were saying it was too low cut. It was inappropriate. But it was just – it was a regular T-shirt and she just had like a smoking body. It's like it's not her fault she looks like that. What's she supposed to do, walk around in a turtleneck all day? Like it was – where she was going, she was going someplace warm and it was warm on the plane. She was in a, a T-shirt, a V-neck T-shirt that, that I wear almost every day. Yeah, but nobody you looks wear. like you. He, well, of course <laughs> not. But But the airline made her – cover up. They made her put something else on or put a scarf or something over her. I forget what it was, but it's like, that is, you shouldn't body shame somebody like that. That is not okay. But the fact that the airline was saying that her in that top was violating their dress code for passengers. So if they have a dress code for passengers, that if you show too much cleavage, they are they threaten to kick you off the plane there's no way an airline is going to want you sit there watching porn. Like, that's a problem.
1: Yeah, I was watching, I can't remember what movie it was, but I was watching a movie and I went, oh, I forgot about that nude scene. <laughs> so I had to fast forward it real quick. So I've done that, but it wasn't porn, it was whatever R-rated movie I was watching.
2: You know, I remember when the big boss took me out to Los Angeles. Remember we had stations all over the country. Mm-hmm. I had a go places. So whenever we went out to Los Angeles, it's a longer flight. He would use miles and he would bump us up to first class and you know the radio station paid for it. So I was sitting in first class and the guy across from me pulled out a laptop and he's watching whatever movies and stuff. And then he started watching porn on his laptop. And we were just kind of nudging each other, the boss and I like laughing, like, look at this guy, I'm like, what the hell? But then I realized there were little kids sitting like two or three seats behind us. And I thought, ooh, I mean, the kids were sleeping. Mm. I mean, that this could potentially be a problem if, if the kids watch the porn or the parents have a problem with the, their being porn so close to their kids. I don't know. I just, I, I just thought like this could be a problem if the mother sees this kid watching porn and gets upset because she has a toddler with her.
1: Or the father has the... Now I got to hit the guy because my kid saw porn on your computer and now we have to fight.
2: Right, right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but I have to hit you now. So,
2: yeah, I... No, but that's the problem with this country. Porn is so divisive that it's just... It's naked bodies. It's people having sex. I know some of it is more than that and some of it is... Really hard to explain to children, like you know
1: why some are real hard to explain to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's
1: true. That's a good point. <laughs> I didn't know that was actually real. People do that.
2: <laughs> well, when a mailman really loves his customer, <laughs> <laughs> he takes his pants down
1: and does a, a yeah.
2: And it's not even if it was just straight sex. And when I say straight, I don't mean straight. Like, like not missionary, gay. I mean, I mean missionary, even like gay people having missionary right. if it was just that, then you know, it's just sex, and who cares? But you know, people get into all kinds of wacky shit, I mean all kinds of wacky stuff, especially on you know porn sites. So I just think in public in front of children, you might be crossing a line. I think in public on an airplane, you might be crossing a line because if the airplane has a dress code, they probably have a don't watch porn code. Mm-hmm as well
1: and you can wait till the plane lands and you get to your hotel you don't have to I, are you that weak <laughs> that you have to watch mm-hmm. porn for the two hours you're on the plane you could wait what are you five well, I think
2: what, well no i think what happens is people get bored and they start watching something and then they get bored they watch something else and then you know sometimes you click on something it leads to something else and next thing you know you're watching two girls go at it <laughs>
1: You know, I don't, it always I don't ends think up that, he... that you're on porn <laughs> It always just, it starts with you. You really want to watch an old Disney movie from the like 90s and then it ends up girl on girl porn. Yeah, I, I get how yeah, that next goes. Next thing I know, it's a, rabbit hole. a
2: dominatrix. Yeah, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> it, it starts with Bambi, ends with Bambi. <laughs> Pretty, much. <laughs>
2: Pretty much. So, I mean, I hear what you're saying. Like he. Couldn't he wait to control himself? But on the other hand, like, maybe they've normalized porn in their relationship and it's not a big deal. So to him, watching porn is no different than watching a violent movie. Like, again, so the kid in front of me on that flight who was watching porn, what if he was watching a really, really violent movie or a slasher film? or a horror film of some kind that was just so violent and lots of blood. Would the mother be upset about that? Would that be a problem? I mean, that's just as for some kids that is, that is more traumatic. Yeah,
1: I mean, you gotta be aware of your surroundings with whatever you watch. Yeah. You know, you have to look around and say, okay, I'm watching this. It might have a nude scene in it. I don't know, or a killing scene or whatever. So, Pay attention to your surroundings. If not, buy a VR headset and watch it that way.
2: I don't think people care. There's people out there that just don't care. If I'm watching something on my computer as a private citizen that I'm allowed to do, and if it offends you... Then you're an an asshole. No, no, that's your problem. If you're offended by something I'm watching...
1: You have to live in society, though. You have to be part of a society. If you go out in the society, you can do whatever you want in your home, but if you're around a bunch of strangers, there has to be some type of law.
2: No, I think the opposite. I think you have to be part of society and know that there's people out there that like to watch porn and slasher films on their laptops out in public, it's something they're into. It's something they do. And if you want to be in society, you got to understand there's people that are just that's what they're into. I'm just I'm I'm just playing devil's right. advocate. I mean, I, I I do think my real thoughts are that porn in public is definitely crossing a line because you also don't know who you're going to trigger. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know if even if an adult woman is sitting next to you and she was raped and you're showing and you're looking at porn that was it's like a simulated rape you don't know if you're triggering her you know so you, again like it's not it's not worth the risk of damaging a child a person or whatever it's just not worth the risk your selfishness your need to watch what you want to watch should not supersede Tens of people around you the same way. But that's, that's the exact same thing as being diagnosed as having as testing positive for COVID and then getting on a fucking airplane. Mm. That's the same exact thing. You have no regard for anybody else but yourself.
4: Hey, she not putting out? Uh, no, she is. We
1: uh, we already did it. It's Cooper and Anthony. You have no idea when it comes to what belongs in the refrigerator and what doesn't belong. In the refrigerator.
2: It's funny you would say that just today, (laughs) I had that exact issue when I bought some Parmesan cheese. And it was, so it's on a shelf in the supermarket. But as soon as you open it, you got to put it in the refrigerator, right?
1: I don't know. That's why I have this. So we can find out. Because I go to the Waffle House and they have eggs just sitting out.
2: Oh, no, 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 you can't do that. But when the egg comes out of the chicken,
1: it's, it, the chicken's not cold.
2: No, but it comes out of the chicken raw. You have to cook it once it's cooked. No, but... And it
1: starts to... Yeah, but they have, no. they have uncooked eggs just hanging out. No, but...
2: Oh, I see what you're saying. So uncooked eggs... Oh, I see. Before they actually
1: before they cook them, they're
2: turn them into yeah, eggs. They're okay, just I
1: eggs sitting. You know, when you get eggs, you put them in in the refrigerator. But when you mm-hmm, go to Waffle House, I, see what you're I guess because they make them so fast, they don't do that. They keep them out. And I think, well, the chicken in the chicken house, it was out. It, it's not cold. So that kind of makes okay, sense.
2: But, no, but here's here's the problem. Once you put the egg through the process of making it uh, good for human consumption, you can only keep eggs out for two hours at room temperature. They start to turn after that. You can't eat them more than two hours.
1: All right. So I have a list and you got to tell me and we'll see if you are on the same wavelength as everybody else. When it comes to foods okay. you should put in the refrigerator and food you can leave on the counter. Uh, t- tomatoes.
2: I like cold tomatoes. I know that you can leave them on the counter, but I think they continue to ripen. So I, I put everything in the refrigerator. So
1: you say yes. So 60% of people put them in the refrigerator. So you're right on that one. Butter.
2: Okay, so my family is French, and they always my grandmother always left butter out. But that was because she used French butter, and it was different than the butter we have here. It was I don't know what it was made of, but it was something that could stay out longer. She she would leave, and we have friends that are Italian. They just leave the butter. Hey, yeah, Italians on are just cable. a
1: different <laughs> different world. So <laughs> exactly, it's like the other
2: side of France, right? Exactly. Um, I would never. Leave butter out. I leave it in the refrigerator at all times, but I know that you can leave butter unrefrigerated for a good period of all time. Right,
1: we'll say yes. A seventy-seven percent said, "Yeah, make it cold." How about pickles?
2: Well, you're talking about what people like. I mean, it's it's not unhealthy to keep butter out, but people tend yeah, to. I'm put saying it in what the
1: most people do so
2: oh well no I, I like pickles cold i like because when they're cold they snap and they're nice yeah th- those are always in the refrigerator right
1: 91 oh. percent agree with you said yeah keep okay. them cold bread
2: oh no you leave that out
1: all right there's actually people that that put it in the fridge though because they think it lasts longer
2: no, because if you put it in the fridge, then it starts to, it, it gets like hard. And then even if you toast it, it's not good. No, uh, uh-uh. you want fresh bread. And if it goes bad, it's no longer fresh. Throw it out and get new bread. It's only bread.
1: 77% of people said, keep it out. You don't have to put that of up course. there. All right. Onions.
2: Um, I think people leave those out. Really? I put them in fridge. I don't, we don't eat onions at my house. We're both allergic to them. So, but I, but I've seen people... Who all of of all the fruits and vegetables they leave out? They leave out bananas. They leave out onions. Yeah,
1: sixty seven percent said they leave them out. So I'm wrong, huh? I keep them in the fridge.
2: Well, no, I'll tell you, but I'll tell you why. Especially if you open them up, they make your refrigerator stink.
1: Well, after I cut them, I don't put them back in there because I use them all.
2: Right, but sometimes the onion makes your fridge stink. I just
1: think your fridge stinks because you haven't cleaned it ever, Uh, (laughs) honey.
2: (laughs) Oh, you can't put honey in the refrigerator.
1: Yeah, people say no. So 96% of people said no. Bananas.
2: Oh, you can't put bananas in the refrigerator. That's In fact, it's in the Chiquita banana song. Don't put banana in the refrigerator. It's in there. It's in the song. <laughs> it's in the song. It is in the, song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way you know what to put in there and what to not put in there is because it's got a song. Ninety-four.
2: They made a song about 94%
1: it. 94% of people said you're crazy if you put them... Uh, in the fridge soy.
2: but here's the but wait, wait hang on a second before you get to the next thing but here's the caveat if you take the banana and peel it and freeze it and put it in the freezer and then you put it in like a nutribullet you can make like banana custard it's delicious if you put chocolate with it it's like chocolate banana ice cream it's amazing so bananas without the if you peel it and freeze it delicious
1: mm-hmm. but if you don't peel it it stays out that's right okay soy sauce
2: out until it's opened and then in
1: so you're gonna say yes
2: yes to what keeping
1: it putting it in because that's pretty much putting it in the fridge
2: well no but i don't buy it and put it right in the fridge i buy it and put it in the in the pantry and then once i open it then it goes in the 57% fridge
1: 57 of people said put it in the fridge I don't I don't know what well, these people are psychos the ones who put peanut butter in the fridge
2: No what no,
1: no you can't do that 87% Nobody of people does. So 13% of people are insane and put it in the fridge
2: Well they might live in really hot climates and the peanut butter gets all melty and, and uh, gross and oily you know how like it separates mm. So if you live in a hot climate I see why they might put it in
5: their fridge Nutella
2: uh, out
1: yeah i've never had nutella so
2: you would love it see, don't get started on nutella see, that's, don't my, get that's my problem on, yeah, that's yeah, why i don't
1: get yeah. it that's why i i see it and i hear people talking about it and i say if i have one i'm gonna always buy it
2: always you, you of all people you would be addicted to that very quickly
1: it's just like chocolate isn't it
2: yeah, but it's hazelnut flavored chocolate. It's amazing. Yeah, it's so yeah, good. Yeah, I can't. I'm uh, I can't you. have yeah. that.
1: Uh, hot sauce.
2: Um, I keep mine out, but my boyfriend puts his in the refrigerator. So if you come to our house, you know whose is whose.
1: Sixty-five percent of people put it in the fridge. Yep. Uh, avocados.
2: Okay, so avocados, while they're ripening, you've got to keep them out. And then once they get to the perfect ripiness, then they go in the refrigerator.
1: All right, so if, if you had to say yes or no, what do you put? Out. Out, all right. Uh, wow, 53% of people said out, 47 in. This is just insane, mayonnaise.
2: Oh, of course it's in the refrigerator. Yeah, There's no have question. To.
1: Have to 14% of people leave it or 4% of people leave it out.
2: Ew. Why would you do that to yourself? That's the, that's the
1: 4% of people that end up in the hospital.
2: I was going to say those are the, yeah, those are the people that end up in, in the ER with food poisoning. Potatoes. Um, I know that you can leave them out, but I put them in the refrigerator so they don't grow little eyes and little, they don't keep growing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I'm like 84% of people, I leave mine out.
2: Everybody leaves theirs out. Everybody does. Because, but because they come from the ground. I know, I, I'm well aware that they're not supposed to, but you know what? I have more room inside my refrigerator than on my shelves. That's how. I, that's really how I figure it. Oh,
1: whichever has the m- most room. Ketchup.
2: Uh, Again, I mean, when you first buy it, pantry. Once you open it, refrigerator. Yeah,
1: we'll say, yeah, 87% said, yeah, yeah, keep it in there.
2: Refrigerator, yeah.
1: Hard cheeses like Parmesan.
2: See, this is my problem. I keep all cheese in the refrigerator on the off chance that it grows more mold or Mm -hmm. it gets me sick. But I noticed... That every time I go to the supermarket, there's a lot of different cheeses that are not some some are in the cold department, but there's a lot of cheeses that they just keep sitting out.
1: What about like the real fancy cheese, like the cheese in France and Italy and cheeses like that? Do they keep them out or do they keep them cold?
2: My French family, my French grandmother, cheese stays out, too.
1: Uh, We're going to see no and see what people Ooh, 95 percent said you have to put it in the fridge.
2: To, yeah. yes, of course. Vinegar that always stays out, yeah.
1: You can't put that in the fridge. What are you crazy? No, yeah. 94% of people said you keep it out. Mustard,
2: um, we keep ours in the cupboard,
1: yeah. I keep mine in the fridge, but when you buy it, it's out with Gen, gen Pop.
2: Right, that's with, it's with the general population, <laughs> and then you open it and it goes in the fridge.
1: Eighty-nine percent of people said put it in the fridge. Maple syrup—that's the hard one.
2: Oh, uh, always fridge. Always. always, I
1: never do fridge.
2: Always, always, always. I keep mine out. I'm sure it's fine to keep it out. I remember when we lived together, I would open the cupboard, and you had like four different maple syrups, and they were—they were just—they were, just, were open and out in the and cupboard. Dripping. I just thought that's... yeah. And dripping. I thought that's
1: just wacky. <laughs> that's where the ants came from. Uh, oh, 43% God. said uh, put it in. Peptobismo. Who cares?
2: Who would put that? In, why would you put that in the refrigerator? Yeah,
1: I, I'm going to say no to that. No, that's, that's definitely out. All right, here we go. Eggs.
2: That's what I was saying. So eggs have to be refrigerated. You can't keep them out more than an hour or two.
1: But what's funny in the U.S., you have to. In Europe, you don't have to.
2: Oh, are they di- They probably have different egg rules in terms of um, pasteurization and whatever. Not pasteurization of, you know, how the, what's it called?
1: Get it ready for sale. Yes. No, because I get mine right from the farm. Most of the time. I get it from the guy on the corner.
2: I don't know what we do with eggs here. Yeah, what I think they? you
1: just—I I think they go from the chicken right to the 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 container.
2: I don't think they do. I think they do. Um,
1: I, I know the ones I do. Eggs. The ones I get are straight from the chicken's ass.
2: Let's see. All right. So we here we. Filter, mix, stabilize, blend, pasteurize—we do a lot of things here. Yeah, yeah but
1: that's <laughs> eggs that are already made. We're talking just the white chicken egg on the ass.
2: I don't think ass the chicken. Eggs. I don't think it goes. I don't think it goes straight from ass to ass to mouth. <laughs> it doesn't go from ass to mouth. This is this is not the human centipede of egg eating. It goes from ass
1: to fridge. To to my pan.
2: Okay, so yeah, looks like eggs are processed in an industrial high tech operation, and they let's see what they do. They
1: don't do anything to them because they're they're ass eggs. They say good chicken. Pat them on the head.
2: <laughs> That's not what happens. they take
1: the egg from the chicken ass and they give it to me and it goes in my mouth
2: i can't believe i can't find this anywhere but i just i know i know that we I don't think you eggs that we
1: I'm, i think you're thinking milk and and stuff like that no
2: i'm not thinking milk I, i'm i'm telling you that eggs don't go we don't do ass to mouth
1: <laughs> i think because <laughs> they can't do anything to the egg except wash it because the, the inside of the egg is just how it came out of the chicken. They don't open it, clean that, put it back in and, and close the egg. They might spray stuff on it.
2: Candled, grated, sized, packed and stored. <laughs> I love this question. Can you eat eggs that a chicken was sitting on? <laughs> 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 so obviously, no. Obviously, we don't, we don't go ass to mouth. I think we do no no you can as long as it's done properly according to this but when i go to the store and buy a dozen eggs that didn't come straight out of a chicken butt and go right into my store there were there was a processing situation in between we're gonna watch i don't know what we're gonna watch a a video
1: video now on Uh, once and for all we're gonna learn i'm gonna learn you something today
2: (laughs) okay egg production Uh, yes iowa egg farming my family has been
1: in the egg industry for four generations. It started with my great-great-grandfather. My family's history in the egg farming background was very important to me, and I really wanted to uh, pursue that rich family history. Okay, so he knows eggs.
2: Right, this guy really, he's, he's giving us his his street cred, his, his bona, f- bona fide f- he, f-
1: His great-great-grandfather started time, eggs.
2: Yes, yeah, so he... That's his bona fides. Okay. okay.
1: So here you go. Here you go. Here's the eggs.
2: Once the
4: eggs are laid on, in the barns, then they come into the processing area. The eggs are first washed, and then they're checked for cracks, and then their size whether they're a medium, a large, or an extra large, and, and then put into the correct package.
1: See? They just wash them.
2: So they wash them, put them in packages, and ask then- Ass to mouth. So it is ass to mouth. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they come out of the chicken, they wash them off to make sure the poopy's off, and then they right. put them in a package and you eat them.
2: I guess so. Look at that.
1: See, so you learned something. Ass to
2: mouth, ass, yeah, ass-to-mouth egg eating. I had no idea.
1: <laughs> now you like ass-to-mouth, don't you?
2: <laughs> Actually, that no, that grossed me out more. I think I'll never eat an egg again now.
1: <laughs> you go, my little tweaker friend.
4: It's the Cooper
2: and Anthony Show. So, you know, with Valentine's Day coming up, everyone's talking about uh, Valentine's movies, rom-coms, what you're going to watch. That's like a thing that, depending on seasons, I have a lot of friends that are like this. Whatever the season is, they like to watch movies for that season. Like, think about it. Halloween comes around, everybody watches scary movies. Mm -hmm. Christmas comes around, there are specific movies that are Christmas movies. You know, like... Die Hard and the Grinch.
1: You know what I learned about the Grinch <laughs> this past what? weekend? What? What? <laughs> you brought it up. I just remembered. We used to look we used to watch the Grinch and we used to be upset that he hated all those people. Right? Uh-huh. The who's down in yeah. Whoville. But now right. that I get older, I understand he just wanted to live in the mountains with his puppy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he wanted to do is live a nice, quiet life. And then the who's started making who noises.
2: Right. That's a good point. And he got upset.
1: So he was a good guy. He he just wanted to get away from people and chill out with his dog.
2: Which I can totally relate to. Yeah. I'm the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and I are both the Grinch. Yeah, we
1: just want to live in the mountains with our dog and no noise. Isn't
2: that crazy that at a certain age you start to <laughs> you start to feel like, "Huh, the Grinch wasn't all that wrong.
1: <laughs> I used to be a little Cindy Lou Who, but now I'm the Grinch." <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, so with Valentine's Day around the corner, um, people are going to be watching a lot of rom-coms over the next couple of weeks. And the, I have friends that like to do like a girls' night in and they, and also like a lot of my gay friends, like we get together and we just all do a girls' night in and we watch a bunch of rom-coms. Mm-hmm. So um, they looked at rom-coms per state. So they looked at Google Trends and based on like what people were Googling, which state prefers which rom-coms and they put together a a, a list of the top 10 rom-coms so in case you're thinking about you know maybe i want to watch a rom-com what should i watch i'll tell you the the top 10 but but uh let me give you a couple of states just to give you a perspective so this is interesting new york enchanted is the number one rom-com that people search no not not that enchanted okay no uh so enchanted it's the one with amy adams and patrick dempsey oh uh, okay yeah pe- people love it and it got 93 percent on rotten tomatoes so enchanted is you know that's actually uh, of all the rom-coms that's actually one of the highest rated mm. ones uh what, what what other state do you want to know uh,
1: about? do north carolina
2: okay north carolina and south carolina have the same saw this is funny
6: <laughs> Saw.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. So the, the rom com that North and South Carolina like is, yeah, no. The one that they like is The Holiday. And I'll tell you what's weird about that. It didn't do very well at the box office, and it did not do very well for Rotten Tomatoes, only 50% positive. This was the movie with Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, and Jack yeah, Black. It's got so Jack what happens Black is in it. No, so Cameron Diaz and Jack Black break up and Kate Winslet and Jude Law break up. So Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet decide to like switch country, switch houses. So Kate Winslet comes and falls in love with Jack Black and Cameron Diaz goes and falls in love with Jude Law. And then, you know, all hell breaks loose when they have to go back home kind of thing. So it's a terrible movie. It's I, I didn't and I love Kate Winslet. So for me to say that it must be bad. <laughs> Um, but thats it's a really popular movie. It's actually number three on the, ten, the top ten rom-coms that people love. That's number three, The Holiday.
1: Okay, then what's the top five?
2: Uh, top five, well, let me just give a special shout-out to number seven. Because here's what I don't understand. I never thought of Juno as a rom-com, but I guess it is. You know, it's about a pregnant teenager – and there's a lot of, uh, lot of love going on back and forth. But here's what's amazing about Juno. It got 94% positive on Rotten Tomato, and it won four Oscars. Hmm. And it's number seven on the list. And this starred Elliot Page, Michael Cera, Jennifer Gardner, Jason Bateman, Allison Janney, J.K. Simmons. I mean, this was, this was a huge movie with a lot of really amazing actors hmm. in it. That's worth a rewatch. I'm going to give that a special shout out at number seven. Uh, number six, The Proposal with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. That was a good movie. 45, 45% positive yeah, on Rotten Yeah, I'd like tomatoes. that one. Okay. Uh, number five, Sweet Home Alabama with Reese good Witherspoon. Good movie.
1: She's very, very hot in that movie.
2: Yeah. No, she definitely very is. Hot. It's a cute yeah. movie. I, I liked it. 39% positive on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty low. Mm-hmm. That's pretty low. Now, this is interesting. Number four on the list is both a Christmas movie and a rom com that you can watch on Valentine's Day. What do you think I'm going to say?
1: Christmas movie. It's got to be like Home for the Cranks or some crazy, stupid movie like that.
2: No, love action. No, ah,
1: see, I've never seen it, so I can't. What? No, I'm not watching that.
2: It's a really, really, really great movie. It got. Uh, I think 94% positive on Rotten Tomatoes. But listen to this. Kira Knightley, Hugh Grant, Emma Thompson, Colin Firth, Laura Linney, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Liam Neeson, Billy Bob Thornton. I mean, that's just half the Mm -hmm. cast. It's everybody is in it.
1: Still not going to watch it, but okay.
2: Okay, fine. Uh, Like I said, The Holiday, number three. Number two is 13 Going on 30.
1: Where, yeah, it's one of those, I wake up and I'm, Younger and or older or whatever. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo, sixty five percent positive on Rotten mm. Tomatoes. Now the number one movie. I I hate to say this as a as somebody who is a vagina owner and I feel like I should love this movie. I didn't. I thought it was stupid and terrible and I did not like it. I thought it was so cringy. Serendipity with John Cusack. And Kate Beckinsale, really cringy, 59% positive on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't recommend
1: that The Notebook is not in the top five?
2: It's not even in the top ten. Really? Yeah. I know. It's weird. Like, if you look at this... So, if you go around the country, all the movies I just said, those are the only movies that scored number one. Not one state was interested in the notebook not one
1: wow that's to me the ultimate rom-com
2: especially for valentine's day yeah so it's the most searched rom 2000s rom-com from the 2000s Oh,
1: okay that's probably the reason
2: well when's the notebook from it's not from the 2000s i think that
1: was like 98
2: oh was it that no no no. uh notebook 2004 oh really Yep.
1: And it didn't make it.
2: It didn't make your list. Well, I
1: think it's more of a ROM and less than a com.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. So that
1: could have been it. I I don't think it was that funny.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But
1: I'll tell you, movie, you have to go back and watch it with twenty twenty eyes. (laughs) <laughs> with the eyes from <laughs> with your eyes from 2022 you have to go back and watch it shallow Hal. i watched it the other night oh, it no. is so bad for 2022 so wrong it everything about it is just wrong
2: yeah it's cringy as anything is isn't that the one where gwyneth paltrow in a fat suit is in a fat suit they,
1: they shot it in charlotte And I hung out with her when she was shooting that. So Uh I always liked that movie, but I I went back actually while I was editing the show and had that on in the background and went, wow, we actually got away with that (laughs) back. That's just crazy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those movies that they could never make. today. no
1: way. Calling women ugly and fat and No.
2: Well, and rejecting somebody just because they have weight on them, right? You know, just like it, assuming that fat means undesirable. Yeah, everything about <laughs> that movie is so cringy, and t- and the message that sends to to literally every woman. Yeah, that's a t- and the fact that I hate the fact that it was always those movies. The thing that bothered me the most is that men decided whether a woman was beautiful or mm. not, like whether they whether they were attracted to her or not. Like even if you were like the the geeky. Girl with the glasses, like you know, the the adorable kind of girl. You were not the one that the that all the boys wanted, so you were rejected.
1: And Jack Black was your leading man, right? <laughs> he was he yeah. was the romantic lead, <laughs> with Jack Black. That just everything yeah. was wrong.
2: You know how we do it, the Cooper and
3: Anthony show.
2: So there's an article called All They're Saying is Give Happiness a Chance. And it's basically about how people, you know, we've heard all these studies. The new thing this year in psychology, the new trend is this positive psychology research to go look for happiness and how it happens and where it happens. And don't, you know, don't look at depression and don't look at child abuse. I mean, people do. But now they're encouraging young psychologists coming out of school to go look for you know, something a little more um, uplifting about the world, to go find good stuff. So that's sort of a really big uh, push right now. So psychologists are looking into ways to measure happiness. Um, They're thinking about, uh, you know, they're saying, they're making a joke here, saying that one day it'll be public policy, um, that it'll be like another target of public policy, like cutting poverty. But the main point they're making here is very interesting. They're saying that the things that don't bring happiness, like money, for example... That study after study, is happiness is clearly real. Happier people have lower blood pressure. They get fewer colds. Men are, unhappiness, are most unhappy starting at age 50. Women are most unhappy starting at age 45.
1: Starting at age 10.
2: You think women are unhappy starting at age 10? Right. No. Mm. You think women are, spend their whole lives unhappy? Yes. They skip around as little girls and all of a sudden it's, leave me alone.
1: They're never happy. They're never happy. Right.
2: Well, I don't think that's true. I think women are happy. But when this, was the this,
1: last time you were happy?
2: I'm happy all the time.
1: Again, I'm, when was the last time you were happy?
2: When I was at Manola shopping for boots last week.
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm happy all the time. I don't consider myself an unhappy person. I don't. Now it says If here she
3: also, herself is happy, she just inflicts unhappiness on others.
2: Oh, you didn't ask me if I make other people happy. Oh. You asked me that question. Oh, okay. Is my husband happy? I don't care. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he's happy. I hope so. But you know, I'm happy. No, he's happy. I think he's happy. Uh, so here's what else is Should interesting. Can we call him and ask him? Uh, probably not. No, I
1: don't <laughs> think
2: he's probably uh, his phone's not working. I don't think. Then you can call him and ask him. I think he'll yeah. say he's. Happy. Yeah,
3: he drinks about uh, a fifth of happiness a night. <laughs> 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 that he does, that he does. It's true. 12 so, so, pack of happiness tonight
2: The people at Jim Beam are very happy yes. Because I married Sean Lee Jack Daniels, those people are happy right. All the Sour Mash people, very happy uh, Paraplegics are not Unhappier than healthy people People who live with Teenagers are the unhappiest Of all <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Interesting that's what this study found? Really? Yes. I'm not making this up. That's not my opinion. Prove this... that. If you have
1: teenagers right now, are you less happy than you were when 10 they were years 12? Ago? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah,
2: Anthony's freaking out because his kids are just, they're just in the corner at a teenage.
1: Right. They're almost there.
2: They're almost there. Eight seven seven six Cooper, by the way, is the number. Um, happiness is cheap to manipulate. Here's a really interesting experiment that they did. They asked the subjects to um take a questionnaire about personal satisfaction and they had them do it after they sent them to a xerox machine to xerox a piece of paper i guess the questionnaire or whatever Mm -hmm. on some of the people they left money they left coins so when the person went to xerox they found coins there and kept them the people that found the coins all reported being happier
1: Hmm. finding money how many coins are we talking about here
2: uh, some like of them. Seventeen
1: bucks, or, no, no, or, or, no. or, or like a fifty cents. 50, fifty cents,
2: yeah, twenty-five cents. Some of them, they just gave him like a dime, you know.
1: Are you, Are you happy when you find it? Well, I guess Chad would be happy when he finds a dime, well, right? It's like Chad. doubling his paycheck. I know. Yeah, he can supersize that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. But but for happiness has little to do with economic achievement. Susie, do you have teenagers?
7: I have three teenagers. Oh no. And the study is right on. <laughs> <laughs> now, let why me are... just tell you, I was the best parent when I had little kids. Mm-hmm. I had the most wonderful, uh, compliant, polite, respectful little children. Everyone envied me. They didn't know how I did it. And now I just hide.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, what's changed? Why are you more unhappy that your kids are teenagers?
7: It's just the problems that they have are bigger than put away your blocks, because I said so. You know, it's Mm. um, boyfriends and girlfriends, and who are you riding with, and why are you getting in that car, and how long has that person had their license, and mom, you're so stupid, you don't understand anything. Mm. Oh, I know, here's the best one. You want me to be unhappy. Oh, no! Oh, yeah, I've sacrificed my whole life for you because I want you to be unhappy.
2: Okay. And now you can say to them, my favorite phrase, the research shows that actually, no, it's you who want me to be unhappy. (laughs) 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 You got it wrong, sister. It's you making me unhappy. So Susie. They think toddlers are selfish. Oh my gosh. Teenagers
7: are so self-centered. Oh my goodness.
1: And now now that you have three teenagers, where Uh do you find happiness? The bottom of a bottle.
7: <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes I wish I took drugs or
1: something.
7: But no, right. I mean, I, I'm i happy. I'm still happy. But it's just a harder... It's a harder... It's a harder season happy. ...season of life. I, mean, I re- And I really actually have very good kids. None of them have gotten into any big trouble. They don't do drugs
1: or drink. Find that some I wood. Up, you know? Knock on it.
7: Yeah. I mean, they really are good kids. It's just the day-to-day crises and... One called today from school who had something going on. Mom, you have to come get me, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, er, things are just bigger. There's, they get sad about stuff, and you can't fix it. You know, you can't fix it with a glass of hot chocolate. And
2: Right, like come, you did when come, they were five. Wow. Yeah. So, you, so you're taking more on is, is what it sounds like, right. is what happens with teenagers. You, you worry more about them. There's more to worry about, and then you take more on. But, Dawn, you don't think this study is right. You don't, this is not your experience.
6: No, it's not my experience at all. How old are your kids? I have one, and that may be the key. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I have one 14-year-old son, mm-hmm. and he is the greatest. Um, actually, my my 45th birthday is Friday,
5: mm-hmm. and he's
6: already made me a homemade birthday card
2: mm-hmm. that he
6: gave me along with a very nice bouquet of flowers.
2: Wait, and, so you fall into two of these categories. You're you're gonna be just after forty five and having a teenager.
6: Actually three of these categories
2: because my husband is about to turn fifty. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna brace myself. <laughs> No, but see, this is the problem I have with the New York Times, just so you know, because I th- I feel like some of this stuff is anecdotal, some of the studies are irrelevant and some mm-hmm. of them are kind of skewed, you know. I had this I worked on a very big study, I don't I don't want to say which one, but I worked on a very big study, and we had a very tiny, tiny, tiny finding that really was completely irrelevant. But that's what the New York Times that chose wiener to write like about.
1: Wiener dog magnets. That, exactly,
2: that wiener dog magnets can save alligators. And that was that was the headline Wiener Dog Saves Alligators. Wow. And doesn't get eaten. I would Read that. That's the point. Mm. When that, when, when mostly what we found is that that's not true. But the one little piece that we found to be true is what they published. So that's why I wonder about this kind of stuff. Uh, Although Linda, you you agree with this? You've had this experience with teenagers. Oh yes, I've
0: got teenage girls, and just as that previous caller had said. That it's not that they're bad kids, but you know, we don't know anything and we want them to be unhappy. You ask them to do something, they have to huff and puff. And it's <laughs> horrible. Oh, my. And, like, they just don't think you know. I've been there, done that. You
2: no, know? moms are stupid. And you know what? You yes. weren't you weren't
0: stupid until they became teenagers. Exactly. And also, I'm in the other category because I'm up 46. So, you you know, we reached that
2: point, too, when you're like, this is all life has for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know? Linda, let me ask you a question, Linda. Yes. So is it the fact that do you worry more or do, are they more stressful to be around or both? Are they what now? Are they more stressful to be around, or is it just that you worry more about them? I think I
0: worry more about them because, you know, we live in such a society, even though when you do take them places and you want them to be safe, are they really aware of what's going on? Mm-hmm. So I think I worry that you want them to make the right decisions, although you have to make mistakes in order to learn, but, you know, you just your heart just aches for them, and you want to protect them from doing the things but they don't want to hear it right don't want to hear it
2: whereas at five they listened wow yeah. thank you linda okay teenagers nightmares or not this study says that people that have teenagers are more unhappy <laughs> good song thank you anthony
6: <laughs> so karen you
2: have a teenager
6: i do i have one daughter she's 16 years old and i i think that. What you said earlier was an excellent question. What are the things that, you know, you are worrying about? Are the things that you worry now for this child that you worry about? Are they more, you know, intensive? And mm-hmm. for my 16-year-old versus when she was 10, I, I start to worry about what college she's going to be getting into, what, you know, her grades looking like. And so certain things are more intensified. And I have to say... That contributes to some level of worry, but um, in general, I don't know that my level of happiness or unhappiness has altered. In fact, I think it's improved thinking back to ages 10 to 13 Mm -hmm. when truly she was very snarky and just was very um, similar to most preteens. And I have to say, I fantasized about sending her to boarding school in England, which is, I think, preteen girls are why they invented boarding school.
5: (laughs) Wow.
2: (laughs) It's why they invented boarding school and ex-husbands. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Because that was a threat when I was a kid. I'm sending you to live with your father. No! (laughs) (laughs) I'll be good. I'll be good. I promise. I'll clean my room whenever Um, you want. I'll clean your
6: room. I don't care. Don't send me um, there. I'm telling you, in fact, her, her father and I actually just divorced and... I wouldn't even go there with threatening her with that. However, <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Right. It's size, a th- believe size. me,
2: it's a good threat. It works. Absolutely.
6: Yes, I think some of the things that the article's mentioning, you, you have to ask bigger questions, and one of them is whether, you know, you're worrying about more intensive things. So,
2: Or, or, is, it, or, is, it, or is it the worry that's making people unhappy? They're not saying why. Yes. Why are people with teenagers, why did this survey find that people with teenagers were the most unhappy?
6: Right, right. What is it that, you know, drives that? Is it that you're concerned about what their future is going to be, and it's more intensive when they're teenagers than when they were just little five-year-olds, and you you weren't really thinking about what their life was going to hold as intensively? Because it's getting closer. They're almost adults. Right, exactly.
2: Yeah, exactly. So wow. for you, not true. You're, you're fine, you're happy, teenager, everything. See, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if some of it is, because it's interesting Karen said that she's that she's going to, going through divorce now. I wonder if some of it has nothing to do with the teenager, but the idea that you stay together for the kids, and then once they become teenagers, you feel like, okay, they, they can take care of themselves. Now maybe it's time to move on and realize that maybe we don't want to be together anymore. I wonder if it's about the parents' relationship. Like, why are people more unhappy that have teenagers? It, they don't give an explanation in this study.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we're asking.
2: Right, right. Now, Tina, so why would, as far as you're concerned, why do you think people with teenagers would be the most unhappy? Okay.
8: Well, I have a different perspective because I have a 16-year-old daughter and a 21-year-old son. Mm -hmm. So I've already been through the whole teenage years with my son.
2: Right. And they were both teenagers at the same time, right? Uh, At one point? Pretty much. Close. Yeah, close. But the the
8: 21-year-old, I, I will tell you this, boys are much easier when they're teenagers to deal with than girls. Really? Girls are so much more, uh, mm, I don't know how else to explain it, whiny. And
1: <laughs> mm, right.
8: They, <laughs> Shut up, Anthony. They are. They're, they're just... They're, Shut up, in, Anthony! In general. They are, I'm telling you... It is amazing to me, and you know, being a female myself, I'm thinking, (laughs) God, did I actually do this to my parents? But apparently, I did. Yes. (laughs) Um, And apparently, the wish that my mother gave me—that I would have one like (laughs) me—yeah, it it came true. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, came true. So um but yeah, the but boys are so much easier. But I do
5: Good I mean
8: I agree with, with some of what people are saying, mm-hmm. but I will say one of the things that makes everyone unhappy is that Teenagers are so expensive.
2: I'm broke Mm. all the time. Oh, see, see, that's interesting. I wonder if some of it is financial because now, look, you know, the clothes that you buy a five-year-old are less expensive. The five-year-old doesn't care if they have the latest. Oh yeah, you can
8: buy you can buy clothes at Walmart for a five-year-old. But by God, you walk into Walmart with a teenager, and oh my God, like, (laughs) like, oh my God, I am so embarrassed. I hope I don't run into anybody I know.
1: Like, they would see me, like, in Walmart-like.
2: Like, oh, God. It's like, um, if they're in Walmart and you're in Walmart, you're both seeing each other.
1: Right. <laughs> Do
0: you
8: see
2: yeah, how that works? Neither one will admit
8: that they actually might shop in there. Right. Well, for toothpaste. Yes, yes. Good, you can get a great deal on, on hair products. And my mom forced me to go in there to get, you know, some... I don't know, toiletry items. right, yeah. Oh, my God. Or we had to get pet food.
1: Yeah, but not jeans.
8: No, God, no. No, don't admit so that. Funny. <laughs> but, you know, my son, it wasn't so bad. I mean, he could have cared less. You know, as long as it looked good, he didn't care where it came from.
1: That's
2: really interesting. See, but, and, my daughter, and again, I mean, the study doesn't say gender, doesn't say are mm-hmm. people with teenage girls more unhappy? Thank you, Tina. He has Thank a you.
3: teenage Chad. <laughs>
2: Chad talks like a valley girl
3: I was a joy as a teenager <laughs> No, but he doesn't care what clothes he wears He doesn't care what clothes he wears
2: I, care what he wears, yeah. well, I right. cared
3: what clothes I wore back then no, no. I <laughs> I'm <laughs> talking like Anthony now
2: <laughs> We got him
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: We got the police <laughs> I'm
3: rubbing off on you oh, Wow, I you, wore
1: <laughs> Come to the dark
3: side you <laughs>
2: <un-grabbered laughs> him Wow, I'm shocked Wow. Hey Kevin Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Now, what, you agree with this study. You think people with teenagers are the unhappiest of all.
4: Well, let me just start off with giving Anthony a little side note here. Anthony, you remember whenever your kids were in diapers and, you know, you had to give them formula and all that kind of good stuff, and then all of a sudden they went on whole milk and it was like a breath of fresh air? Right. Same thing happens when they go to college.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you feel that feeling the same way all over It's again. like a weight lifting <laughs> off your right. shoulders.
4: Yes, I could breathe once again,
1: you know. Um, but I just uh,
4: just sent one off to college. And, you know, I was, I was listening to everybody else talk about this, and I was kind of wondering one thing in particular. Um, you know, they don't take things into consideration, like the age of the parents that are going through the teenage years with their children.
2: Very so good point.
4: At 40... You know, I'm still working on my career and trying to, you know, finish out the ladder that I'm climbing and all that stuff. You're worrying about the house, your health, and, you know, the health of aged parents. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into that. I think it's a little unfair to just blame teenagers, although they are a major source of stress. There's no question about that.
2: But I wonder, see, that's a very good point, Kevin. So maybe it's the fact that by the time your kid is a teenager, where you are in your life is worrying about your health, your aging parents, your career. You know, maybe it has more to do with where you are in your life while at the age while your kid is a teenager.
4: Exactly. I mean, give me a study that compares, you know, middle-aged, say, you know, 35 to 45-year-old parents without teenagers and then measure their happiness level versus mine. And then I think you got a fair comparison, but just to, like I said, blame it on teenagers. I don't think that's really fair.
2: This is my problem with the New York Times. Right, it's fun not to enough do information. Though. It's fun to do. It's fun to blame them. It's fun to blame them. Sure. <laughs> Thank not you, a, Kevin. it's
3: not a. It's not a research journal. They're just. It's popular. They're just condensing everything right. down and, you know, making it readable and entertaining for the people.
2: Know, but the thing is, but but in in giving the information for this study, they're not giving enough information about the study. Mm-hmm. You know, why?
1: Yeah, I just know when I was a teenager, I was a nightmare. And fact, I guarantee you were, too.
2: Oh, I know I was. Yeah. My mother actually said to me one day, I am not making this up. She actually said to me one day, I did not like you until you were 17. She started liking me at 17. Wow. And then 18, she really liked me. Yeah. She like, actually 15, said that to me 16? one day. 16? Nah. Yeah, when I was like 25, so she, said, she said, I didn't like you until you were like 17. <laughs> you were a real pain in the neck. And I was a pain in the neck. I know you're shocked to hear that. Yeah, still are.
3: Yeah. Now now your pain is just a little lower. (laughs) (laughs) A lot lower, right? (laughs) About two feet lower. Yeah. And in the other side. Right.
2: (laughs) Are you done, the two of you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hi, Lori. Hey, how are y'all? Good. Now, do you agree with this study? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, I
9: definitely agree with this study. <laughs> How come? Uh, I, Well, for a couple of reasons. One, I teach high school, and uh-huh. and I really love teenagers, and because I wouldn't be teaching if I didn't. Until uh-huh. my kids came to the high school, um, and then life just kind of changed totally. Uh, the drama that was going on around me. Didn't affect me and then all of a sudden the drama Did and Mm. you know The the whole movie Mean Girls it's a reality In the high schools and um, I just remember something my mom told me And it was you're as happy As your unhappiest child And that's really Wow that's really interesting Yeah it is and and just the whole drama Of the teen years but Girls more so than boys my my boy Was great and, and you know Loved being at the high school with me and uh, but, and my girl does too, except for the fact that, you know, it's just girls are more high maintenance and everything's just so important and, and terrible and, and all those kind of things. So it's just tougher with girls. Um, they no, but, but, really... that, but
2: that's their lives. How does that affect your happiness? Do, is it because you personalize it and because you love them and care about them, you, you take in all of what well, they're do, going through? Well, yeah, but, I mean, it's just
9: entirely different, you know, once they become teenagers is, you know, I know the kids. I know who they're riding with. I know what they're doing. I Mm -hmm. I hear it all day. Um, Unlike a lot of the other parents who don't have a clue what their kids are doing, I could tell them, you
5: know, it's just, right.
9: you know, and parents are very ignorant about some things and, and, you know, really trust their kids, and most of the kids are fairly trustworthy, but they just do really stupid things and, and lie and, and and even the good kids and those kind of things, so it's just... It's harder. I mean, I think you worry more, and especially in the field that I'm in, I know what they do and I hear what they do, and so that's tougher, mm-hmm. um, you know, knowing all about it. Whereas a lot of the parents, I think ignorance is bliss, and mm. you know, and they think their kids are great, and they are, they are, but they don't realize the risk that their kids are taking. Right. Um, and so I think for me, I internalize it just a little bit more. Um, but you know, once they go off to college, I had one that left and went to college this year.
2: It does get better. It does. It does. I promise. It does. So, like Kevin said, it is a breath of fresh air. They leave for college. You're just like,
1: Phew. right. I'm going to get a calendar. You know, people mark down till Christmas. Yes. Yeah, mark down till, till college. college. Yeah.
2: What if your kids don't go to college? Then what will you do? Well, well
3: they're, they're out of the house
1: at 18, ha- Either, either no matter way, they're what. out of the
2: house. Yeah, yeah. they're getting kicked out. No whether yeah. it's
3: college, eight, technical school, a technical school, the military. <laughs> say hello
2: to the Army. Yes. yes. You better set them both down and say, by the way, Christopher, Brandon, love you guys now. You can live here, well, not as long as you want, by mm. the way.
1: You got eight years. You get,
2: yeah, prepare, and because get, eight years, you're out of here.
1: Get good grades, because you got to get a scholarship, because I ain't paying for it. <laughs> Stay on that AB honor roll like you are right now until you graduate.
2: Right. So, yeah, you got, you got to prepare them for mm-hmm. 18, you know, just as much as, as we're preparing you now, Anthony. Hi, <laughs> hey, Jamie.
10: Hello. Hello. Now,
2: now, you have four children. That's correct. Are they all teenagers?
10: Uh, my youngest daughter is 10, and then I have a 15-year-old daughter, a 14-year-old son, and an 18-year-old son.
2: And are you on wow. Prozac or lithium or... <laughs> Paxil. <laughs> <Prankful. laughs> Paxil. Had, had to be one of those. But now, so, so do you think, why is this true? Why is it true that people who live with teenagers are the unhappiest of all, according to the study?
10: I'll tell you, like you just said, I love them all dearly, but I don't like any of them right now except my 10-year-old. Mm. When you walk in the door, they got their hand out. You know, you are the most ignorant person in the world.
2: They don't treat the you, They don't treat you well.
10: Oh, how in the world we live to be, I'm 46. How I made it to 46 is beyond them. (laughs) Because I am just stupid. I don't know anything. And you look, you know, just like another caller said, you know, my 15-year-old daughter is, what is it, Dooney and Burke or whoever, you know. Yeah. I could care less, but. That's that's where the wife comes in and
2: everything else. Right. But, <laughs> well, that's where your wallet comes in, really. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank just God all I you are is one big paycheck walking weeks. in there. <laughs>
10: <laughs> You're an ATM, Jamie. That's, that, that's basically it. You know, I travel a couple nights a week, and when I get back home, then I got to listen to my wife Ray saying about what the kids have done while I've been <laughs> Oh, no. So, just but, just, I mean, just walk
2: know, in and hand them the wallet and throw your hands up. Pretty much,
10: that was you know uh, that's the way it seems a lot of times. And right. you know, any kind of chore you give them or anything like that, I'm a big believer in you earn you know for what you do.
5: Mm-hmm.
10: And oh God, you can ask them to pick something up. Well, how much are you going to pay me for that? Exactly. I just want, uh, not.
1: <laughs> hey Jamie, do me a favor. You got a great voice. Say, Hey Cooper, get off my space. Hey
10: Cooper, get off my space.
1: Say the Cooper Lawrence Show. This is the Cooper
10: Lawrence show. <laughs> nice.
2: That's great. You're hired. Wow. That was awesome. Thank you, Jamie.
10: Uh, so, uh, I enjoy your show. <laughs> Thank
2: you.